Blog Talk Radio. The subject is lessons, blessings, and testings. As you matriculate through the university of life, you will constantly face these three. And you will find that it will make your way much easier if you can identify and understand what your lessons are and when you're getting a lesson. And also if you know how to handle your blessings. And it will certainly help to know when you are receiving a test and what to do about that test. Now, much of this series material is based upon the experience of Jesus in the wilderness being tested by the devil. And in due course, we are going to have that text read to us. But at the moment, I would like to give you three words which are going to be somewhat of a mantra for this course. And these three words are commitment, discipline, and practice. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Let's say those three words together. Commitment, discipline, and practice. In just a moment, I'm going to elaborate on those words and give you my definitions. Just before I give you these definitions, I want to give you a motto text for this series. It's from the book of Hebrews. Repeat it after me. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. And I want to go over that again. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have already heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Now, this text tells us one reason why I insisted that everybody who took this course get a copy of the teaching series that I did titled God's Private Telephone Number, which is an esoteric commentary upon the Lord's Prayer. Because I do not want you to think that this teaching is just something that you hear and then you forget it and lay it aside. And one of the best inventions since sliced bread is the invention of all of this wonderful audio material. Why is that so important? Because again, the Bible tells us that faith comes a certain way. And a lot of religious people, and particularly Christian people, have been somewhat mixed up about how faith comes. You know, I've had people say, pray for me to get more faith. That is not the way faith comes. Oh, I'm fasting this week for God to give me more faith. That isn't the way it happens. The book says, and quote it with me, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And this is why everybody should listen to good instructions every day 
I do this. I listen to usually an average of about three hours a day, and I usually do it at the very beginning of my day. And the reason I teach you is, as Jesus said, so that where I am, there you can be also. And I thank the Father that I'm now in positions that I no longer have to work for money. That's over. Money is working for me. And I think it should be the destiny of every person on this earth to get to certain points and phases in your life. This is why we have to get our lessons along the way. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not to stay in kindergarten all the time. Right. All right, let's get back to these three words, commitment, discipline, and practice. Say that. Commitment, discipline, and and I'm talking about them already. Let's start with commitment. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. After state in the definition, I have in parenthesis and in quotes the word ship. Say ship. Ship, ship. If you read the Gospels, you'll find several times it says that Jesus entered into a ship and passed over to the other side. A ship indicates a state of mind. Jesus entered into a state of mind and that took him over to the manifestation of the good that he desired. In other words, he committed himself to a state of mind. This is still commitment. If you want to be, to do, or to have something, you must give yourself up to that idea. If you seem to have not accomplished something that you really want to accomplish, Go back and work with your commitment. Let me hear you say commitment. commitment. When Jesus, the mastermind, entered into the ship, he gave himself up to the state of being in that ship. First of all, he had to make a choice. He decided where he wanted to go and selected a ship that was going in that direction. You see what you have to do in life? Decide where you want to go. That's the first thing that so many people get bogged down on. They never make the decision. I'll set the goal. Same thing. And then when you make your decision, when you set your goal, what do you have to do? Commit yourself. You have to give yourself up to that. Several years ago when I took a seven-day tour on the QE2, I ascertained that, first of all, that the ship was going where I wanted to go. Some people don't know where they're going. You have no business on a ship not knowing where it's going. Jesus knew where he wanted to go. He said to the disciples, let us pass over to the others.
This is South Carolina probate code. So the trust code, South Carolina trust code right there. Uh, make sure y'all can see that. Y'all should be able to see that. All right. Now, I'm not going to read all of this because we'll be here forever. Let's go down here. Uh, here it says role of the court administration of trust. Mostly it talks about, but when you read this code, most of it is talking about irrevocable trust. I mean, revocable trust. Irrevocable is hardly ever mentioned in here. Um, actually, I didn't even see it, reading it. But I just wanted you to see something, why it's important for everyone to be a national. Section 627-403, trust created in other jurisdictions. A trust not created by will is validly created if its creation complies with the law of the jurisdiction in which the trust instrument was executed or the law of the jurisdiction in which at the time of creation, the seller was domiciled, had a place of abode, or was a national. Did you see it left national by itself? So it's saying that when a national creates a trust, it is valid across all jurisdictions. Because it said here, the settler was domiciled, so if it's domiciled in that jurisdiction, it's valid. Had a place of abode in that jurisdiction, it's valid. But it said or was a national. Now you see why it's important to get your nationality credit created? and that everybody involved should all be national because no matter where you go, they would have to honor your trust. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Thank you. 
Another episode of Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. As you can see, I am not at my office. I'm at home in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel like getting on it, get going to the office, so I brought the studio to the house. I haven't, you know, before I used to do everything um, at the house, and it got a little noisy around here, so I went and got me an office. Uh, pretty soon, uh, we are relocating to another place, and um, I'll have an office where I don't have to go and rent an office every month. So, uh, man, excited. We have a seminar coming up um, uh, April the 23rd, 2022, in New Orleans. Where's that flyer at? Let me oh, share that flyer. Here it is. It's Saturday, April 23rd, 2022. Status correction, religious passport, religious trust, religious exemption, religious unincorporated association. It's a $250 donation online or at the door. But I decided to do something special to for non-members who are not part of the premium membership, my members, my premium members already get a big discount. So what I did was um, I said, let me do something for people who still support but are not premium members for whatever reason. Um, so that coupon code is let's see let's it is simple, non-members. <laughs> That's the coupon code. It's in the chat. Okay. I'm putting it in the chat. That's the code you can use to go to the seminar and get 20% off. 20% off is only a limited amount of coupons, and it expires on the 22nd of March. So get it in, order it, uh, order that seminar. It's going to be great. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a big one. So I hope to see you there uh, uh, to support. So uh, someone says they just left knowledge just because of a cousin passing away. Sorry to hear that. It makes some more. Uh, looking forward to seeing you there on the twenty third. Um, who's out there? I, as a matter of fact, let me turn my camera back. Yeah. Stop 
that. There you go. You see, y'all see my uh, my guitar back there. That's the guitar I play and practice on. So let's see who's in the chat here. Oh, Karini, happy Tuesday. Hindsight Radio, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. That's what I always say. Rico. Amexa Moore, Disciple Ministry, Shipment uh, Ministry. That's all I got. Oh, C King Bed. Can't forget you, brother. Peace. Well, light on the, the, the listenership. I had more on Saturday. Y'all was in there when I was talking on in on those doing those processes and you're being foreclosed on. I was talking about that Saturday. You should go check that video out. I, I think it was pretty good. Because I also gave you all a little pep talk about your goals and your dreams and not letting them get away from you. All right? So we have the seminar in uh, April. What else we got going on? You know, there's a lot of new beginnings going on. Like, we... Uh, got a new place on the what is this? This this is the springs. What do they call this? This is the actual new year coming up this month on the twentieth. Um, what is the uh, they call like remember the spring equinox? Yeah, the spring equinox is month the twentieth. Which crazy because. I didn't plan it this way. We gotta, we, you know, I have to move uh, to Chapel Hill. I'm moving to Chapel Hill, and we secure the place, and we actually take ownership of it on the 20th. <laughs> That's, I didn't plan it that way. Then uh, another thing transpired. I won't, I'm not going to go into all of those details. And right, all these new and exciting things are taking off for the new year. You know, the real New Year, where things come to life. So, man, I just put all of that together. And something also great, you know, someone near, dear to my heart got a a, a favorable response about this through loans. I won't say exactly who it is because the last time I did a show about my student loans and I showed y'all what – um. But it said they went and manipulated my, my report. Now, it's back to normal. It went back to saying what it was saying before a while. It was saying something different than what I showed on the video. So I just want that's – now that's why I'm not putting it out there, who it is. But I'm going to read exactly what it says. Credit dispute response. Then I'm going to tell you, I did something different with this, you know, because this person is very special. Um, I did something a little different. I wanted to try something, you know, try a, a different method with the student loans. And I did something a little different. And this is the first time I've ever seen this response. And I'm going to read it. It says, credit dispute response. And it's coming from the Fed Loan Servicing, you know, the people that service these loans. And it has the account number on it. And it says, why are, we con- why are we are contacting you? We reviewed and investigated your credit dispute. 
Our investigation included review of all relevant account history and the documentation, including any information you provide, provided to us. Based on this review, we sent corrected information to the Consumer Report Agency to which the information was previously reported for the loans listed on the back of this letter. The following is a summary of the modifications. Credit reporting has been deleted. Deleted because we were unable to confirm the accuracy of the trade line. However, please note this is not a determination as to the validity of the loan. You should receive a separate communication for initiating an identity theft investigation. What this means to you, it may take approximately 60 days for updates to reflect on your credit report. So based on what I didn't know, and I didn't do identity theft affidavit or none of that crap that people are teaching. I did something very simple. Y'all know I am simple, so I don't do any, but I can tell you one thing. The letter that was sent was a lot simpler than the one that I was using to get rid of mine, and I've helped other people with it. So that is a tre- tremendous and in a in, in, in great outcome. You know, when you follow your your intuitions, your spirit, the God-given power inside of you, and you run with that, you you can have nothing but success. And that's what it was. We were going over the stuff, and and I decided to do something just a little different and uh, with the letter, and this is what we got. There you have it. Yeah, yeah, you I see somebody said YouTube didn't give a notification, but Facebook did. I'm surprised Facebook gave y'all a notification. They got me on the <laughs> the naughty list for some reason. All I do is share my shows. That's it. I just share the shows. I don't do anything else. You know what I'm saying? So stand by one second. Yeah, I, I just share the shows and call it a day. That's it. Um, I don't have, I don't share, sometimes I'll share music. You know, I don't share all that controversial stuff because, you know, they don't like you telling the truth in these arenas. They want to hear all the lies. They want to want you to participate in, you know, tricking people. You have to understand, you're working in a world that works backwards. Everything is created for the support of how they want things to work. So you got people entering different professions, wanting to do great things, but they don't realize that what what they went into has a set of rules that really hasn't been taught to them. They've been given some rules. But the real rules is they are manufacturing workers in the society. This society is is whole purpose is to manufacture something to one or something to support its agenda. That's why you're told, and I say it over and over again, School, get a good job, go to school, get a good education so you can get a good job. It is never told to you to 
create your own wealth, create your own business. You're not told to go and get an education to be successful in your own endeavors, working off your own God-given talents. No, you're told to go work and support someone else's ideas and talents, make their ideas and talents grow. You Do you know that when you go get a job, that's exactly what you're doing? You're supporting someone else's dreams and ideas. You're making their dreams come true and not yours. This is why it feels wrong when you get up every day to go to work. Because you're here to create a positive, create a, an abundant, create a joyful life for yourself. How can you create a joyful life for yourself if you're constantly creating a joyful life for someone else to live? When you're getting up and going to clock in, they're doing something else with their time. They're enjoying themselves. Yeah, and I got so many people working for me. I employ lots and lots of people. See, I'm pulling the, the, the lid off. I'm letting the cat out the back what you're really doing when you get up and clock in every day. You are making someone else's family wealthy. Yes, they give you a portion of that through a salary, but it's nothing compared to what you're losing. You're losing time. You're losing out on good ideas that you have because you can't create good ideas for yourself if you're working on someone else's good idea. Now, working is a good thing. Getting the experience to go out there and work and working for someone, to a degree, is a good thing. But it's not supposed to be a lifelong career. It's not supposed to be a lifelong commitment to pay to, to work till you die for someone else. It's not supposed to be like that. That's just supposed to be training so you can learn how to run a business or work a business by working for someone else. You see, that's all it's for, you know? Hang on. Um, that's what is, you're not supposed to be doing that. That's why when you do go to work, you're always desiring something more, to do something more. Well, what holds you back? Fear, uncertainty. Because for the most part of your life, you've been programmed to serve someone else's interest and not serve your own. You know? That's how you've been trained. Why would you want to go to your grave serving someone else's interest? I know when I was working a job, I always desired to do something more. I I always, and then when I got up to get up, you know, get ready for work, I knew I was only doing it out of obligation because I felt like I had bills to pay, responsibilities, and this was the manly thing to do. This is what I was told. That it's manly for a man to get up and go work. Yes, it is manly for a man to get up and go work and provide. But they really tricked our men 
into believing that the only way they can survive is by going in and working for someone else. It really did us in. That that was our only option. We heard about entrepreneurship or owning the business. We looked at other people and other groups as, oh, they, they, they're the only ones that can do that. Why? Because they have money. Why? Because of who they are, the color of their skin. There's so many reasons we, we, we uh, made to say that it's, that's for someone else and not for us. And then when someone in our community tried to do something different, we didn't support. We got jealous. We felt some type of way about them trying to break out of the programming of being a slave for someone else. You see? Remember, you are always being programmed to not look at yourself as the power. You are programmed to look at someone else as the power, something. And they started with the with that book, the Bible. They started you off training you up in the ways of the way they interpreted the Lord. They started off. They, this program is so deep, and, and it's on so many. Because every time I talk about this and think about this, I, I realize more and more how we have a lot of hurdles to overcome. And one of the biggest hurdles we have to overcome is our own thinking. I know it took me a while. Even now, to this day, I still got hurdles to overcome mentally in order to stay focused and keep creating my own destiny, keep creating my own legacy. And, and then every day you're getting bombarded with the opposite. You see, when I walk outside, all I see is people out on my street just going to work every day. You know, you know, I take my daughter to school, I come back home, and I pretty much decide what I'm going to do for that day. I have to be productive. You know, I'll be honest, sometimes I'm not so productive. Because you know, you know, it can take a toll on your mental. Like right now, it's off of, I haven't had a very good vacation in a long time. So, hey, if you guys want to talk to me, join in on this conversation. Talk, you know, I guess the topic I want to talk about is what is it going to take for you to start your own business? What do you think? What is holding you back? If you got something holding you back. What is it that's holding you back? What is the fear? Why are you not moving forward in what you say you want? Let me get my screen together just in case someone calls in. Let me uh, separate the screen. All right. There we go. Why? I want somebody, you know, we got we got a few people on. Kind of light tonight, I guess. Um, 
What's holding you back? Or if you are in your own thing or working on your business, what what are some of your challenges? Let's t- you know, oh, uh, let's talk about that. So the number to call in is five six three. I thought I added it to the screen. Hang on. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. Press one to speak to me. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. What challenges? Why? Why haven't you reached some of these goals? Do your goals that you set? Let's see. Go to the comments. Don't be afraid. There's enough people who want to raise their hand and, and get on the phone. DJ B Thunder, what's up, people? Remember, call in five six three nine 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 three six five one five. So while y'all deciding whether y'all want to talk or not, I can tell you what was some of my things. You know, my desire to have my own business really happened. After I got laid off, laid off when I worked at the World Trade Center, I got tired of, you know, in that sphere of one day I can get that 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 pink slip, or one day I can be pulled to the side and said, "We don't need you anymore." I got three laid off three times in my life, and one time I got fired from the job, and. Somebody got their hand raised. I see you up there. I'll get you in a second. And that feeling, especially when I got laid off the first couple of times, I didn't have a family. I was single. Uh, But the third time I got laid off, I was in a serious relationship and a child. And I already had a son. And uh, I had a child coming. Um, We hadn't gotten married yet. My uh, first wife and I. But and I got laid off. Child coming. <laughs> then I got fired, and I had my my youngest son was on the way. It seemed like every time a child was coming, some drama just jumped off. But it, but when I look back on it now, those three times of getting cut off led me to the desire to have my own because because that's what I said. I said. If I could have my own, I don't, nobody can fire me but me. That's all I could see. I couldn't see the obstacles, how tough it was going to be to start the business and stuff like that. I didn't see all that until I started the business and tried to get it going and was working it. Oh, man, this is, a, this is work. And the real work was my mindset because I was so used to being ordered around. And that's what's going to be your challenge. You're so used to being told what to do, when to be here, when to take breaks. Now you're in charge of those things. Now you're the boss. And that's going to be one of the things you're going to have to transition and have uh, control over, controlling your time. Now I even deal with that. You know, I'm I'm still in that phase. So that was one of my challenges doing it. But I will say this. As you keep going along, it'll get better. But I'm going to get this person who's on here. Oh. 
got their hand up. And anybody else, the number's going across the screen. 563-999-3615. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station. Try, hang on. Stay right there. This is Hindsight. There we go. Alright, 410-913. Peace. What's going on? Peace to the God. What's up, Akim? Hey, what's going on? Oh, can you hear me, man? I ain't too loud, and I'm driving. I can hear you pretty good. I can hear you. Well, I, I just wanted to keep the show going, man. Uh, I can't really. Well, I, I, I guess I'll give you the terms that you give me. My prison bed almost over, so that's why I'm kind of scared to get out here and start my own thing. I got about, uh, say, eight to ten years. I can be fully uh-huh. retired. Okay, you, and, uh, you got. So you got. Some things coming to you when you retire. Yeah, oh, and also, um, still, I got to rap to you because I really don't understand how everybody talk about running the business through the through the trust instead of the LLC. I really haven't grasped that concept a hundred percent. So really, that's another obstacle. That, well, that's not a, really an obstacle. You just the way you're looking at it is the obstacle. Just like you own the yeah. business, you just the trust own the business. That's it. Right. So right. when you're doing so tax have, returns, trust does the tax returns, not you, because that business is owned by the trust. Okay. And that's a lot of people's challenge when they work for someone. They're so used to not looking at themselves as a business. Because you're a business, right? You conduct the business and then you do the tax returns every year for the straw man. It's the same concept. Just now you're not the owner, the trust is the owner, or whatever entity you say is the owner. And you're just doing those tax returns for the entity. That's it. Yeah, it was just just a confusion of of that. I mean, like you said, it's just the way I'm looking at it. But I I, I ventured out uh, and started a little bit, a little something, but it's just not not a hundred percent where I can just say, uh, I see y'all and, and give up what I been invested in. And it's a, so it's a little, um, so I got like a niche little, uh, what? thing. I don't think it's really big enough to handle every, all my bills right now. Ooh, ooh, okay. See, there's a couple of things you're saying that's really hurting your progress. A couple of things you're saying. And that is, it's little, I got a little thing going. And that's usually yeah. what people say to you when you start the business. Oh, how's your little business doing? You know, they say things like that, little slick things. Now, you're saying those right. things. No. You see? Yeah. True. Now, True. That, you have to, if you want your business to be bigger, you got to talk about it like it's big. That's number one. Yeah. Number just, I know that. The... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. No, I was just saying. I just know for me to for me to get that uh that extra level that I need to really take it where I go. That's going to require school because I need to have uh I need to have an engineering stamp. So right now I'm doing it where I don't have the stamp, but if I need need to get it uh up uh well to the proper level that you're speaking of, I got to have engineered plans and all this other stuff that has to go into it. What's the business is it? Um, I deal with traffic all day at work, so I found a little spot where I can 
uh, design traffic traffic plans and high traffic flow and all that type of stuff. So at the lower oh. level, I don't really – it doesn't have to be engineered stamp, but if I try to get a contract like with the state or with the federal government, I need uh, – need an engineer to oversee everything, and I ain't going back to school for that. Yeah, you just hire somebody who has those credentials. Yeah, then that's that's yeah, that's a it's a big number to for them to put their stamp on there. It's a big number yeah. for you. So I'm trying to find. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to find a work a work through right now before I fully branch off. Okay. Yeah, to see exactly well, what which agencies. Read the rules thoroughly because it's always something in rules that give you a way to do something without having those certain predictions. I would yep. read it. That's what I found. Yeah. So, because you could always just put the plans together and then, hey, here, this is what I've come up with. And they can just solidify that. Poor fear. Yeah, course. so some states... Yeah, some states you don't. It's not required, um, and then other states like if I wanted to get a federal contract, I gotta have that stamp because it's, it's through the federal. But that's that's it's good money, man, and it's I, well, I guess about, it's, it's easier for me to go to the states that don't require. That's what I'm trying to do. Yep, that's what I'm doing right now currently. That way you can actually make the immediate money. You know, start in that position. Yeah. But man, that's that's just my obstacles right now. So that so that's the only obstacle. Well, you know, fear, you know, complacency. You know, where I'm at, I make okay money, not good money. Like, you know, like good enough to walk away and be hurt by it. But I make good money that I didn't raise five kids and I'm good. You know what I mean? But, Got you. So yeah, that means you've gotten used to living that lifestyle. Now, yeah, and then you move on to something else. You feel like you're gonna lose that. Not, not necessarily. So I got one youngin that I just want to make sure uh, she covered medically, while uh, until she of age and decide what the hell she gonna do. So okay. that's really the only other thing, medical. Does she have any major medical issues? No, not gonna would. No, I know she doesn't. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're talking about there, but I could just tell you, you know, I pay, I, I pay as you go with doctors. That's right. Money. You know, for the most part, how often do you get sick? Well, let's say, let's talk about you. How often does she get this sick? Well, not often. How often she? You no, know, but with this Lord, last year, uh, once. Okay, never. It wasn't even. Yeah, it was. It was. Nah, not even a visit. Nope. Oh, how many times in the last five years did you have to carry it to the doctor? Mm. One. You got to think about it. See what I'm saying? Now here it is. Now you paid for medical insurance, or you invested in medical insurance for her to go see the doctor one time. When yeah, man, last five years. If I go to the doctor, I take my daughter to the doctor. I mean, it's like 140 bucks. Yeah. You know, and I'm just giving you a reality of what you're actually, how much time you actually spend at the doctor. But buying something just in case, then you can 
and they charge a lot cheaper when you pay them cash. Because right. just look at how much they take out of your check for medical benefits on a on a monthly, weekly, bi weekly basis. Well, bi weekly is like uh like three eighty. Three eighty. And she's only been to the doctor once. How many times have you been to the doctor? Uh we do our annual physical. Uh, that's so that's just our annual physical. Other than that, that's that's really it. No hospitalization. See now, now you starting to see what my point is. That's three eighty a month. Yeah. Dad, you. Oh, that's three eighty bi weekly. <laughs> that's bi weekly. Bi weekly, bi weekly. So that's that's what. Uh, whoa, that's a lot of money, bro. Yeah. To be driving a business or something like that, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Seven sixty a month. Medical yep. insurance. And you only use the insurance yourself once a year. Your daughter used it once in five years. Are you getting my point? So yeah, I mean, take, I understood a while ago when you said it. You can take the same three sixty by and curb weight the GD eighty. You can take the same three sixty by weekly. Put it away. I make it emergency medical fund, right? Put it away. Just yep. put it somewhere. And over the five years, that money you've been kicking out. That's right on. So, I mean, you're you're uh, that's a lot of bread for for uh, for the year, man. Yeah, it's a family plan. You know, I still uh my other kids on there too, but they they older. They don't they don't really use it at all themselves. We I mean very like over nine thousand dollars a year. Say it one more time. You you're putting out like nine grand a year. I mean I did the numbers. You told me this before. I did the numbers. That's something in me feel like as soon as I drop it and as soon as I switch, all hell gonna break loose. Well, you know why? Because they that's the program and that's another see remember I told you there's many layers to this program. It's so many layers that you're being told you need something that you don't really need. All I need is the money to take care of when I have the problem. That's all I need. I need if I have something and I'm ill and I need to go see the doctor. Okay, Doc, this is what's going on. How much is your fee for me to come see you? Oh, it's this much. And I now I done put let's say the three sixty away. I just go into that fund and give him that money. Right. And I'm done with him. Now, of course, me, I do things like you know, I do my turpentine protocol, I do oh I don't do that as much as I used you should be doing. My uh Right now, I got down in the in the kitchen. Right now, my oh, my sea moss that I'm gonna make fresh. I just bought like ten pounds of the purple sea moss, African purple sea moss. I didn't realize how much I was buying. <laughs> that that's gonna last forever. <laughs> but and I, you know, only take like a handful to make two jars. Like a handful of that sea moss can make two right. jars because it can't so much. I do things like that. Not, not that I eat perfect. I don't. But one thing I do, when it comes to keeping good health, there's a, a couple of things you need to do regularly. Drink enough water and go have 
rebound movements a day. Just those two things alone will help you in your health. You know, and that will really help. But I'm just giving you just giving you the picture how we are designed to be slaves to every system out there. We're slaves designed to be a slave to the education system. We're not designed to be a slave to the political system. We're designed to be a slave to the to the to the medical system. You your money before you done worked hard all week or two weeks, and your money they taking money from you before you even get it. Man, I see. I just did the what's the name? I see thirty eight percent of what I make a pay. (laughs) Now, if that's not called slavery, I don't know what that is. Yeah, man. You know, you know I'm a, I'm battling with them other folk, with them them alphabet people too. So they 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 in my pockets right now. I know, and that's all because of lack of knowledge. Prior, we set ourselves exactly. up. That was so hard to get out. Yep. You know, because they don't want to let go of that slave. They don't want their slave to go on Y'all feeding me. All right, brother. I appreciate you you, you sharing and right, um, your your. Your thoughts. Anybody else? Y'all be safe. All right, peace. Peace. Uh, Anybody else out there want to, you know, brother got on and and spoke his piece? I put, I, oh, somebody said people scared to get out of their comfort zone, job security. That's right. You're exactly right, Karini. Um, They don't want to get out of their comfort zone, number one. And number two, they feel like they have job security, but job security, those jobs are not job security because all it's going to, it's, it's a security in the sense that it's only, it's going to make sure you only make just enough to survive. That's it. That's it. You're, whenever you work working, you're only going to make enough. I don't care what, how much a company is paying you. They're only going to give you enough to survive. They're never going to give you enough to live in the house next door to them. They're never going to give you enough to drive the car they drive. They're never going to give you enough to save enough money like they're saving for their children and legacy that they're building. All right? I see somebody got on, uh, but press 1 if you want to talk so I'll know that you so – I don't, I don't want to just open your mic up on a public forum without your permission. So press 1. Uh, I see my got on the blog talk. Yeah, they're only going to give you enough just to just to say I'm good. See, that's what they want you to say. I'm good. I don't need nothing else. I don't have to have all that money. That's 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 what it is. Somebody said I was just telling my son that the owner will never let you be richer than them. A job is a rat race. Exactly. It's you on a wheel doing the same thing over and over. You know, going to work, coming home, going to sleep, getting back up, going to work. And then you get a couple of days off, maybe. Now, nowadays, you know, you should guarantee you get your Saturdays and Sundays off. Now they're splitting it up. Though you get Monday, then Wednesday off. And, you know, you work this shift and that shift. It's all kind of crazy. These corporations done went crazy with schedules. 
They want to make it more convenient for the customer to get more, maximize their profit. But really, if companies just said, listen, we're going to do business from this time to this time, and we're going to shut down on these days, they can do it. They'll make the money. But the whole idea is to control your time, not give you a chance to think too much for yourself. So they got your schedule all over the place because you got to, oh, I get, what's my schedule today? I got You so focused on that, you're not focused on your dream. Because if you gave people a set schedule Monday through Friday and then they have the weekends off, best believe they can plan a whole lot better on how to get out of that job because it's, 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 it's definite. But some of these jobs, even if they are Monday through Friday, they wear you out so much. By the time you get to the weekends, all you can do is sleep it off or just chill. And pray that the Monday don't come too soon. How I know this? I used to live that life. You know, I worked Monday through Friday, had the weekend off. First thing I would do, Friday, me, this is when I was young, me and my homeboy, uh, Thomas, my other homeboy, Steve, we go party. Friday and Saturday. It did, we did Sundays a few times, but then I had to go to work. I, you know, pulled them all notice and still had to go to work, man. It was crazy. Do it. I said, nah, we can't do Sunday nights no more. Uh-uh. I gotta go to work. Yeah. Yeah. I guess nobody wanna share in their experience. I know it, it, that brother ain't the only one. I'm not the only one who, who feel like that. Maxim Moore said he's a truck driver, signed my truck to the company by pulling their trailer. I go home when I want and turn down loads not paying real good. Good. That's 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 called taking control. Taking control. Uh, I feel like I had something else to say. Oh, yeah. Foreclosures, man. They're coming at me left and right um, since I did that video. Listen, if you guys are hurting on your houses right now, don't don't suffer in silence. Get a consultation out of keymail.com so I can see if I can help you. Now, I may not be able to help everybody. Some of y'all are too far gone. I don't know. If I can't help you, my boy Gilbert can. Um, he can. He's, he's helped people who's gone too far gone. But I would warn you that he ain't into all of that fake discharge and UCCs and writing uh, bonds and negotiable instruments. Really, y'all need to cut that stuff out. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a really go in on, uh, on that stuff. I've been going in, but like really like picking it apart. Y'all keep getting suckered by these, these, uh, people telling y'all can, um, telling y'all, y'all can, uh, do all this crazy stuff and, and it and don't work. Somebody said, can I help with state taxes? That depends on the situation. State taxes are bees. I can help, but, I, but without knowing the full situation, I can't really say if I could. Um, somebody got their hand up. Hold on. 754201. Oh, I'm in there. Yes, you're in there. Peace, Peace. God. Hey, what's up? Peace, God. What's going on? How can I help you? Or what are you uh, going to talk about? Well, um, I see you going forward. I, I was a step back. 
But um, I did want to build on some of the stuff you were just um, talking about. Okay, go ahead. So um, I'm glad you mentioned to the brother as far as the uh, the medical bills and stuff like that, uh, that you got to take care of yourself. You got to be responsible for yourself, you know, not just economically, but all of these systems have conspired together to keep us in the hamster wheel, you yeah. know, and we describe this hamster wheel as capitalism or, you know, in other places they, they see it as communism. Right. But ne- nevertheless, uh, taking care of your health, that'll be your wealth too, because, yep. you know, like you say, if, if you're partying on, on the weekend or taking your time to rest, that's not enough or that's just enough for you to not come up with a, a end game strategy if you have it. Right. You know? Right. You're right. Uh, but, and the end game strategy is not to be working for people and, and building up their family and, you know, making it so they, they not physically wearing themselves out. So when they get home from work, from babysitting you, you know, now they can get to their real strategies of running the world, you know? Right. Uh, you know, and I, I do, um, you know, me, I do a lot of construction work. Yeah. And um, one thing that I realize is uh, you have more energy because you're exercising basically all day than a, yeah, than a person who's sitting down. But yeah. one of the major traps they have for us in America is the junk food, the processed food, and Bad that food. drains your energy. Yeah, that drains your energy. So you need more sleep, and you're going to need more uh, time to recover, and that's time that you're supposed to be given to your legacy, your last name, your family, yeah. You know, right, bro. Yeah. So the whole junk food that's that's you eat the food for energy. The food gives you energy to go to work and you get the money from work to pay bills. And what are you paying bills for? For the house to have a refrigerator to put food in. Right. <laughs> It's the whole circle, dog. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they got it on all levels. They got us trapped or try to trap us on all different levels. Oh, they try, you, you, are, you almost like you got to go to the grocery store to buy your food because there's nowhere to grow your food. You know, you know, right. we bought in places to, to live, but these places are not conducive for you to grow your own food, you know, make your own food you know, nutrition. So we got the corporation dictating what's good and bad for us. And we know they're about maximizing profit. So if you're buying something out of the grocery store, it's processed. I don't care if it's the fruit on it that you get, if these grapes or strawberries, or that's still processed. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a big move, man. Go on and on forever, but I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know all this this knowledge and information and content that you put out. Uh, I gotta make. I gotta go ahead and make my donation anyway. 
Man, I, I appreciate that. Doing All right, I will definitely. This is, you know, this is what I talk about. Do what you enjoy doing, and it will pay off. When you do what you're called to do, it will. It, there's no way it cannot pay off. You just got to open your mind to it and be dedicated to it. That's it. See, we, we spend our whole life being dedicated to other people's ideas that we forget about ourselves. When are you going to be dedicated to yourself? When are you going to be dedicated to your own well-being, peace, and prosperity for yourself and your family? I mean, they have taught us really how to hate ourselves, how to destroy ourselves. That's really what they taught us, how to destroy ourselves. Because when you look at, you know, other groups of people and how they're operating, look at how we're operating, we are... We're, we're suffering by our own hand. We really are. And that's because of the programming. And we've been disciplined into believing we need to go to these schools to get our education so we can be successful. Yes, you're going to be successful. You're going to be successful for them. You're going to have a successful programming their system, keep their system system going. And while you're making their system successful, you're destroying your family and your legacy. Don't even know it. Cut your own throat. Don't even know it. And the best part I get when I say stuff like this is my own people. They say, oh, nah, nah, my job, my degree, my this, that, and the other. And then I'd start looking and say, well, where's your, where's your wealth? Where's your property? Because when you look at these other people, they're leaving stuff. After they die, they're, they're dividing property, dividing estates. What do we divide? The bill or the funeral? The family. They, they argue over the one house. Right. <laughs> Instead of working together. No, everybody's just thinking of we they what that's program. We've been taught to divide each other and argue amongst each other about the most pettiest things. And argue amongst I've seen where people have argued so much and the lawyers are making all the money until the state's depleted. Then now they got nothing. And that is a design. That is how it's designed. Anyway. All right, brother, thank you. Thank you for your time and thank you for your uh your yeah. um input i appreciate you man is is akeem barber that's my last say it again akeem barber that's me yes all right okay no oh you mean my cash app is that what you're yeah, asking the cash, about? The cash app. Yes. Oh, it, no, it's not Akeem Barber. It's uh, dollar sign Akeem L. I will put it across the screen. I don't know if it. Oh, okay. you can see it on the screen. Because when I typed in Akeem E L, there it is. I, it's on the screen there. You can see it on the on the YouTube screen or on Facebook. Okay. Whatever you. All right, brother. Peace. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yes, man. Appreciate All right. you. All right. Yes. Yeah, you know, 
I, I, you know, this this station doesn't run for free. It costs me money to to do all of this, uh, and I do get donations, but they 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 help. But it still takes more to get you know, keep it going, and I appreciate all your support. Uh, and if you if you want support, show up to that seminar. You're not going to regret it. I got a lot of good things in store for you guys. On uh, April 23rd, 2022, I gave you out a discount in the chat, 20% off for non-members. My members get 30% off. That code has been sent out to all the members to use. Um, what did I? And the code is non-members. <laughs> Non-member, yeah. That's the code. Put that in. You're going to get your 20% off. And remember, I can only afford to give so many people that, that discount. This venue is, New Orleans is not a cheap city. The hotel that we're doing it in is charging like 350 night a night to stay in the hotel or more because they have an event going on there. So just keep giving an idea. But there's other hotels surrounding that are reasonable. And you just Uber to the hotel. You know, it's only a one-day event. So... And, and, and hang out. And one thing about the French quarters there, you can walk around. You know, once you get there, you can just walk around everything. You don't need to uh, have transportation. You really don't want transportation because there's nowhere to really park in the French quarter. It's just, it's, now, I will warn you about New Orleans. I will warn you. If, you, if you're a person who likes food, and you're trying to be on a diet, you're going to have a problem here, okay? <laughs> you're going to have a problem because every place makes good food. Even your fast food restaurants, are, I think, are better than the ones in other states. So food is the staple. You're going to eat, man. I've been one restaurant there, and oh, I had this ice cream. It was some French thing, and that thing was I still remember it. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Somebody asked, why when you get a mortgage, they make you sign in such a way they will not let the deal go through unless you do sign the way it looks on bank cards? Yeah, because they because they you you you're basically signing a trust, and it has that trust has rules and how you should do things so that it can benefit them mortgage is nothing more than a death note that's why it's called mortgage death note all right all right with that being since 815 i think i contribute uh contributed some good knowledge some good inspiration tonight uh thank everyone who got on and uh, raised their hand and had something to say um I'm going to try to do another one or two broadcasts before the week is out. I'm, no, I'm not going to try. I will do at least one before the week is out. And with that being said, you guys have a good evening, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. And remember, attack those student loans. I read the success story tonight. I, I showed you. All it takes is you to go after it. All right. All right. Peace.
Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.